Welcome to a brand new episode of Worst Song Ever, the podcast that argues with its wife as she insists that a camel is a llama, and then she continuously doubles down, and it makes me more and more angry, and then she doubles down more as I get more and more flabbergasted. I, I feel like there's a story here, and I want to hear yeah. nearly all of it. I mean, it really ends with basically me saying, oh, you know, the three wise men who walked in to meet baby Jesus with a llama, um, because clearly that's the story of how Jesus was born. But, you know, like, it just makes you question everything. Like, this woman is supposed to teach our kid what a pig sounds like and what a horse sounds like. And she doesn't know what a llama sounds like. And will this get me in huge trouble? Sure, probably. But guess what? I've already gotten in huge trouble because we keep arguing about a llama and a camel and she says that they're somehow related to one another and i don't believe i think they're related but like in in the same way like a chimpanzee and a human are related exactly exactly like just i mean how do you look at a a camel and think that's a llama they're both spitting animals with four legs also are you talking about a one hump camel or a two hump camel because it was it was a one hump, hump camel, okay. and it really, it really sold her argument a lot, and it really bothered me more that it sold her argument. Did you ask more about alpacas as well? Because whenever you get into llamas, you have to get into alpacas. No, God, this woman doesn't know what she's talking about, and it just makes me crazy. <laughs> I, uh, your spouse right now <laughs> isn't listening. So guess if, what? If she, I'm right. If she heard this, wrong. would she stab when she, me? When she does hear this, she won't. I hope I can sing at your funeral. I know I get I know I get a thing at his funeral. You're my yeah, boy. No. We discuss this. You're my boy. <laughs> I forgot about this. At my funeral, Jeremy gets to sing Was it Dust in the Wind? Dust in the Wind. Yeah. And at my funeral, I play a keytar of Final Countdown. Oh, yeah, and you this. have to and you purchase a uh, yeah, like neon a, like... sign that points down and says righteous keytar. <laughs> but you still haven't purchased me said keytar. No. Which eh, I feel like is I'm gonna live forever, so it's 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 okay. Fame. I'm not really sure that's really what happens with humans or anyone. All right, so that last song that you just heard was uh, last week's song, NASCAR. So I listened to it yesterday, right? When I was I was doing some other uh, maybe it was, maybe it was Sunday night. I don't remember. I was doing some noodling on the computer, and God, I hate the word noodling, but go ahead. Is it because it's a verb that you don't want it to be a verb? Um, it, because I had a boss that was acted like everybody was a third grade student, and she said everybody was noodling. Oh, okay. Well, I, oh. I heard decisioning today as a verb, and I pretty much like table flipped. You I was almost like, lost your mind in yeah. the same way that if yeah. your wife said a camel was a fucking llama. Maybe, but like, there's literally a verb. It's called decide. Like, if, anyway. So. I listened to the NASCAR song again, and I know that we were not super pleased with it as we exited the pod last no. time. And I was pretty pleased with it as I listened to it, like having been removed a couple weeks. Why? For one, it had some badass like Doppler effect of a car going by like a NASCAR. And I, I enjoyed that. I didn't like that. Secondly, like it's not that long. So even if you hate it, it's over quickly, which has pretty much been a model in my life for many aspects. The exact opposite of NASCAR. Yeah. Insert your own jokes there. And as much as I didn't like it when we did the pod, I actually thought it was way better. And particularly when compared with the Christmas song, I really hate our Christmas song. I think it is fucking terrible. Oh, that song is real bad. It's real bad. (laughs) And I felt really proud of how bad I personally made it. Like, I, I think we could do a better worst Christmas song if we had to, but I don't want to do that right now. So when you say 
better worst Christmas song, a song that is worse or a song that is better? Yes. <laughs> that do, was do, the word I was expecting. Do you see the complication that we're into on this podcast? Yes. We don't even know anymore which way is up, and that's it part of what makes this really fun. So that's why oh. we go left. Right. And then turn left. So on this podcast, I am your host. I'm gonna call myself Ayrton Senna. Um the guy <laughs> who thinks he's brilliant in the rain, um, in difficult de- uh situations, but probably is really Kyle Petty. You know, just somebody who doesn't live up to the expectations. Here's a question I pose to you. What NASCAR stars might you be? With literally no information and no thought. The Good. first answer that popped in my head was Bobby Labonte. Because? For no reasons. He had a nice, cool green number 18, which was pretty sweet. I don't know that that's a good answer in any way, but that's what popped in my head. So there you go. Jeremy? Wasn't there a NASCAR driver named Dick Moorhead? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Dick Trickle. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what I'm that's thinking a of. Fake. I, Dick Moorhead. I'm pretty sure there was like a Moorhead. need to look this up. <laughs> but at any rate, that, that's the first place my mind went. <laughs> I mean, I also kind of wanted to be like the massive villain and like, you know, Kyle Bush or Kurt Bush or whatever. Yeah. Cause I think Kevin Harvick's kind of fun because you're like, you're not Dale Earnhardt. Like, that's pretty much your entire gimmick is you're not Dale Earnhardt, but you're really good. I mean, I like Jimmy Johnson a lot as an I like Jimmy driver Johnson because he's not he's the so football coach. I was wondering who looked really good in rainbow colors and who would be Jeff Gordon. Yeah. Jeff Gordon is amazing. And, uh, I would say the reason I know a lot about NASCAR is because of Jeff Gordon. And by know a lot, I mean like knew a lot back in like the 04 <laughs> days or whatever. But So one of my favorite things during this week, you sent me, Mike, you sent me a couple texts. And one of them was a mashup. <laughs> the title was James Blunt plus Metallica equals Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. And so... Since Jeremy hasn't heard this, I almost wonder if we could recreate it, especially for uh, copyright reasons. So well, do you so, want to be the Metallica version or do you want to be the James Blunt no, version? No, what I loved about this was I was actually watching another terrible match. We have a channel at work called Cursed Audio, which is just the worst shit you can think of and you post it there. Are we not on that, um, <laughs> on that channel? We're not there yet. We haven't, we haven't yet. gone live. <laughs> but... If anybody ever posts in there, I listen to it because it will make my day like 10 times out of 10. And there was one that was, hold on, I'm actually going to read it to you because like the title is amazing. Okay. It's called Creep, but it's all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey. So it's a weird mix up of Radiohead and Mariah Carey. And so I clicked on that because why wouldn't I? Yeah. And then YouTube recommended Rage Against Vanessa Carlton, which was Rage Against the Machine paired with mm-hmm. Vanessa Carlton. And it was actually super well done. Like, really impressed with whoever edited that one. I mean, like, mad props to the editor of that. And then the, the next recommended song was Question Mark Plus Question Mark Equals Did I Accidentally Make a Nickelback Song? <laughs> and it was James Blunt, who we've also followed on Twitter already, plus Metallica singing and Plus her Metallica Sandman. and her Sandman. Like, but Metallica and her Sandman slowed down to fit with James Blunt. You're beautiful. Like the do 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 the little acoustic riff and like kind of put it to like the minor key Wait, at the right spot with some pitch come on, shifting. Come and on, go down. ahead. It's do, so do the James Blunt so I can do the Metallica. Come on for Jeremy. <laughs> what do you want me to do the do 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 say a word, do, 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 do. forget my son. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work out we'll include the link in the show notes to 
a question mark plus question mark equals did i accidentally create a nickelback song the thing that that a that song was like oh my god i couldn't believe it secondly it made me wonder and this is going to make mike want to punch me in the face and thank god he's in uh, a completely different portion of the united states is nickelback our spirit animal for this podcast <laughs> I don't want to punch you because it's funny enough that it's it's worthy <laughs> of the question. You didn't answer the question, though. No, Nickelback is definitely not the spirit. Like, why not? Because if you Google Nickelback rocks, it's a video of people throwing rocks at Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember when I lived like four states ago, because I've, I've moved around a little bit in my life. I remember them the mixing. There was a mix. I think it was like a flash website. So it was like 0203. It was like two Nickelback songs playing with one in the right channel and one in the left channel. And it honestly just still sounded like one song because it was like, this is Nickelback. Like every song sounds the same. That was pretty, that was pretty legit. So we're not Nickelback because we don't play the same type I, of song. That's definitely part of it. We, we have more that's variation. That's the best argument I feel like that you've made. I, I'm kind of mad at you that that's, the only thing you've taken away from this oh you had a different point <laughs> I, we're not Jeremy. canadian like we can't be nickelback we're not canadian <laughs> i don't think nickelback is really our spirit animal i think we're worse than i think who is our spirit animal if it's not nickelback <sighs> well like so they're bad but popular uh, we're not popular was, but you can was, follow us on at worst song pod on twitter <laughs> we were bad before we were <laughs> we were bad before yeah. it was cool we're the hipsters okay. of terrible music. If if it's not Nickelback, who is it? I'm going to give both of you a chance. I don't. I don't want to answer this question. I, I I don't conform to your labels, yo. Who is that guy that got popular on American Idol but couldn't sing? Oh, William Hung. Yeah, him. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's trying. And are we trying? Mark. Yeah, I like him the best. I, I'm a little. I'm a little bit this. insulted at this point. I like him the best, though. Okay. But, I mean, like, okay. if, if at this between, point you're telling me my choose music. Choose between Nickelback and William Hung. Which yeah, one do yeah, you that's choose? Yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. You, you, you're telling me that I'm somewhere on a scale between Nickelback and William Hung? Like, fuck this. We're a part of this. Which one do you choose? I I don't need your labels. You haven't given us any other options. I, You know, there's more to life than a binary choice set. And I think that you're putting me in a box that I'm not willing to be in. And this is on you, and you should educate yourself. <laughs> I will refuse to educate myself. It is on me. We have a Twitter account. Follow us at Worst Song Pod. Each week, we follow a new musician. Jeremy, you no, which, first... no, seriously, which pronouns do we use? <laughs> oh, I'm my pronoun is dude, if you're wondering. Is that a pronoun? Yes. Like, a pronoun that's a, that's try. a game changer for so many things right now. It's true. I feel like I can decide what pronouns are. Is that are. insensitive? Uh, I yeah, don't think so. I, like if I if I would tweet and overheard my pronoun is dude. I don't believe that's insensitive. I, but I, if you I, think I'm it's really insensitive, like, I feel like you're being insensitive to me. Yeah, I no, I'm because that's my I'm pronoun. I'm torn on this for exactly that reason and because I've known several people of all genders that have used dude as the pronoun that was Oh, genderless. I have no problem with whatever anybody else wants to be. And that's why I feel like it's not insensitive for me to be a dude. I, I'm just a dude. I, 
you have changed my perspective on life tonight. I feel like I told you this months ago, but because <laughs> it, it occurred to me maybe, when I was hanging out, hanging maybe out I was with super you, baked then and didn't remember. <laughs> I mean, you were probably really drunk as that woman was singing Evanescence and it blew our minds. Um, oh my you know God. Who we're talking about. <laughs> Wait, and the guy yeah. who's singing, the guy who's singing in the background, and they're it, like the lyrics aren't on the aren't aren't on the screen at all, and he's just going ape shit. And I'm just like, oh my god, I can't believe this. These are your people. Yeah, yeah. I can't keep up with them though, mm. so I don't think they're my people. Can't. They're better than me. Do you need an invite to their karaoke? Because I can get you one. The answer is yes. I'll take care of that. <laughs> so. <laughs> Each week, we follow a new uh, Twitter account. Jeremy, are you the one deciding the Twitter follow this week? Well, the, well, I, w- I had a, an idle moment and was thinking about it, and the first musician that popped in my head was DMX. What is it about DMX that, I mean, I personally well, you love asked his me that. Getter, guttural enthusiasm. Yeah, that was, um, you asked me that off pod, and I got to thinking about it, and I couldn't come up with a good answer. Other what about than, a mediocre uh, answer? Um, other than his guttural um <laughs> rawness i also very much enjoy him singing rudolph the red-nosed reindeer wait did you just say dmx sings rudolph the red-nosed reindeer <laughs> exactly yes. so I, and, really and it's that time of year so well, we definitely got to put that in the show notes because i need to hear that yeah i'll, I'll send it to you guys but Thank yeah you. that's i mean i think that's why i thought of him because it's i mean knowing dmx's voice which is odd because there's not a lot of rappers who i could pick out their voice but dmx is a very distinct voice yes and him singing rudolph the red-nosed reindeer sounds amazing and that's going to be my evening. So it's a good rendition. Speaking of uh, text messages, I got Mike sent me a, a, a tweet about a man who retaliated with his wife for going out and leaving the kids with him by playing Chumbawamba <laughs> on repeat at the bar she was going to. Wi-Fi enabled jukeboxes are amazing. <laughs> yeah. And like when I read that story, I was like, that literally could have been me. And honestly. I wouldn't if somebody had written that about me, I wouldn't have been surprised. My question <laughs> I pose is what's your version of Chumbawamba? Because Chumbawamba is fantastic. This reminds me so much. Uh, do you guys know who John Mulaney is? Hold on, wait. Yeah. Back to the Twitter following question. I'm going to back oh, up a second. Are we following DMX or Chumbawamba? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's um, a that's I a good question. The yes. Okay, yeah. so so this week it's 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 DMX, DMX and Chumble. Oh, uh-huh. that's a perfect pairing. Is- if you could hear, if DMX can sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, there's no reason he can't sing If I Get Knocked Down, I Get Up Again. I, I think Chumbawamba and DMX are like Mushroom and Swiss. I mean, that's just like a pairing that you just you can't take away. I actually really hate Mushroom and Swiss. That's Am I allowed to say jelly? that? Okay, I like that a lot better. Anyway, um, <laughs> so... So here's my question to you guys. What is your tub thumping? And so it, what I I think about one of my favorite one of my favorite stand-up bits of all time is a bit by John Mulaney. Do you know who John Mulaney is? Yes. It's just the guy that, that writes the, the whole thing about if you play Tom Jones like six times, like blah blah blah. No, no. Yes. Okay. So he yeah. went into a well, I don't think I've heard this bit. He went into uh his he and his buddy went into some <laughs> It was like a restaurant and they put $20 in the jukebox and they they had what's new pussycat eight times in a row. Then they and it was like his buddy was like, no, 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 no. We're not going to put the full $20 of what's new pussycat. We're going to do eight what's new pussycats and then one it's not unusual and then 
eight more what's new pussycats. <laughs> so, it basically, the idea was like, everybody is like, the first one is like, oh, they sang what's new pussycat. And the second one is like, oh, is that the, is it just like an extended version of what's new pussycat? And the whoa, third time whoa, you're whoa. like, I feel like they're playing what's new pussycat way too many times. And by the eighth time, everybody's about to lose their mind. So when it switches to it's not unusual, everybody breathes a sigh of relief of like, oh my God, thank you for not playing this atrocious song again. It gets their hopes up and then all of a sudden it goes, right wah, wah. <laughs> everybody loses their goddamn minds and flips tables because they're tired of hearing what's new pussycat and they unplug the jukebox and say fuck this and set everything on fire so my point <laughs> what is your like if you were to torture somebody with a song what is your song I don't know about torture, but that reminds me of my old party roulette uh, playlist, which was um, Andrew WK's Party Hard um, 19 times <laughs> and M- Miley Cyrus's Party in the USA once. <laughs> and then you put it on shuffle. I love Party in the USA. Mm. Yeah, I love both of those songs, really. Yeah, I mean, so it's not necessarily torture, but that's what it makes me think of because you never know what you're going to get. What makes you want to like punch the air and one makes you want to move your hips yeah <laughs> like yeah <laughs> i uh, my song is probably don't stop believing <laughs> because i can assure you that at a bar i used to hang out with with much frequency if you played that song over and over and over again they would unplug it and put an out of order sign on it <laughs> and largely it's because the group of friends i was with would sing it at the top of their lungs as loud as possible every time it came on but that's good times. Um, also, Alice's Restaurant is a song oh that if, if you want to play that on a jukebox, people get pissed off because it's 17 minutes. <laughs> and during the holiday season is the best time to play Alice's Restaurant. So, I mean, historically speaking, I played it every Thanksgiving. Yeah, because you're gathering up like- other implements of destruction. <laughs> and that's what, I mean, that's what you do on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I... I have never had a waitress so mad at me as one time I played Alice's Restaurant on a jukebox. <laughs> I used to have a game where I was trying to see for $5 how long I could obtain the jukebox. <laughs> and so I'd play Alice's Restaurant, Peter Frampton, Do You Feel Like I Do from Frampton Comes Alive, Freebird Brothers, Live at the Whipping Post from Live at the Fillmore. Like, you know, I'm talking like 17 minute songs. These, like, something, something from Rush that was you know, like extensively long and like, but it had to be songs that you probably knew, not like these random, like weird songs that were like, you know, this is an entire song of a record or whatever. Songs you probably knew, but in the end, you're like, wow, I put in a song like three hours ago and I haven't had any time on the jukebox yet. That's a goal of mine often at a, at a bar. Because seriously, some bars play like the John Tesh radio hour and you're like, fuck that. I'm putting a jukebox on. Can we get any of our songs on a jukebox? I'm sure, I'm sure there's some way. I have no idea. Also, Side note, can we write a 19-minute-long song um, to get on a jukebox? With our current format, that's going to be tough. Unless we just hit loop a lot. I'm okay with that. I'm not. Okay. Maybe that's our season finale. 
the epic output. It's yeah. the 19, 19 minute long terrible song. It's maybe it's a mishmash of all of the ideas that we have all season long into one song that we somehow get onto a jukebox. Do you remember when we sang a song about made up elements? I mean, I listen to it every night. I mean, how 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 could I forget it? How often do you listen to the songs we create for real? When I edit the pods, every once in a while I play the songs for my family and watch them react to me. <laughs> I'm really happy that around. you're your one-year-old, not even one-year-old. She's one-year-old. almost two. Thank you. I'm sorry that I don't know that better, but I don't know that better. Yeah. It's okay. I don't know how old I don't know how old your son is. <laughs> off the top of my head. Yeah. Even though you told me it was six moments ago. I'm unsure about the reaction from the child. However, your spouse, I'm very, I, I want to see the real. Can you just oh, film reaction I'm videos? So we can make a whole ton of hits on reaction videos. Watching I'm her, uh, very <laughs> used to my wife, like photos and reactions of my wife shaking her head no to me. It's, oh. it's. She texted me the other day talking about you, which I really appreciated. So. Um, I don't know how I feel about that, but you know. Yeah, that's, guess I'll leave that in the pod. That's where we're at. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to talk about her not understanding llamas and alpacas, I think you're talking about me, her texting. Oh my god, it drives me. It, it just almost blew my fucking mind. Um, <laughs> not in a good way. I think is the weird. No, thing. no. Yeah. What a weird argument. Yeah, yes. like it feels like a mock argument in all ways. I know. I tell you, my spouse would never have this problem. This is literally a problem that. That's what you think happen. until you have that argument. No, you should. You should ask her immediately and no. then get back to us. If one of us is going to have an argument about an animal and be wrong, it is going to be me. The reason why it was such, it blew my mind so much is she just kept doubling down on the whole damn thing. If she was like, I think that's a llama. I'd be like, you know what? That's not a llama. Fuck. <laughs> so. so Chumbawamba is awesome. I think it's where we're at. Uh, yeah. The other things I had were. Can you uh, name one other song by Chumbawamba? Nobody can name more than that, one song except for Jeremy. Wait, I do you think if you live in the UK, you can name other songs? Because I'm always fascinated by bands that make it big in the UK that don't make it. In the yeah, US they didn't really make it big in the UK, though. Is that is that like, fact? I don't know that. Okay, I don't think so. <laughs> so. Do you think Tumblewomba's greatest hits is just tub thumping thirteen times? Probably. There's one way to find out. I mean, there's there's more than one way to find out, but okay, yeah. Yeah, coming up. <laughs> My guess were recent inspirations, and Mike, you you were talking talking a little bit earlier about how how you might have some uh, inspirations, good and so bad for music. I I was talking with a colleague of mine, and he was saying that in San Francisco, the son of the Almond Brothers and Betts, like so, it's the Almond Betts brand, did it like a, an epic show, and it had like the lead singer Treat Trick, uh, Robert Randolph showed up, like a bunch of others. And they were just going through all these, you know, classic Allman Brothers, other classic rock tunes, like just jamming out. And I was like, this sounds amazing. And he's like, it was a four hour show. It was super long. The crowd was super loose by the end. And by loose, I think he means super high. Uh, (laughs) Or ready to have sex. I don't know. Those aren't necessarily mutually Um, exclusive. Yeah, those aren't mutually exclusive. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, you know, I was thinking about that a lot and I like, I, Robert Randolph is one of my all time like heroes. Um, He plays, he plays pedal steel for those that don't know, but it's like rock pedal steel. It's just one of the most amazing combinations of like instrument you don't expect to hear in rock and roll, but amazing, amazing sound in rock and roll that you can get. And I, I'm a huge fan. So 
that was inspiring to me. I also heard a song by Taylor Swift on the acoustic channel on the XM radio that really, I like where this is going. Yeah. yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I, this is the part I thought you would <laughs> like agree. more that really made me happy because one, like I don't listen to a ton of Taylor Swift like this. I'm not, I don't turn it off or anything, but it's just not something I go seek out. And it was on the acoustic channel. So it was acoustic, her playing, I think it was called calm down. And I don't remember the name exactly. Um, I hadn't heard the song before. So I apologize to any Tay fans out there that are all about this. And I don't know shit, but it was kind of this, like she's friends with this person who's kind of a bigot and a hater. And she's trying to talk him out of it. And the line that really struck me was, you know, throwing shade at someone never made them less gay. And I thought that that was actually like a super great line. Like I just kept thinking about that line over and over again. And there were like, there was a whole bunch of other lines that were totally fine. in The song, it, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like this great monument to music or anything like that, but throwing shade at someone never made them less gay, which I'm not even positive is what she said. Cause it was only once in the entire song and it might, I might've misheard it, but I just thought that that line was super great. Cause it's like, you know, you're going to be who you are. And no matter how much shit you throw at somebody, they're, they're still who they are. And I, I just really appreciated that. And so this week, I think I sent you a song over that I told you was like influenced by a couple different things. And one of them was definitely that song from Taylor Swift. And so uh, Taylor Swift, uh, you know, that, an unexpected influence this week. So anybody who is not around, um, Mike sent me a song that was about somebody finding somebody's Reddit username and then yeah, that, reading that, through that all was the comments. That was definitely the prominent theme was that somebody, your spouse or your, your significant other discovers your Reddit username and what that, that, what that can entail. And then the response was like, calm down is never a, a, like, a term that actually works. Yeah, if you ever tell someone to calm down, it doesn't work. No. That was kind of the opening line was, you know, no one ever got calmer when you tell them to calm down. Yeah, uh, because like, you can't control our people's feelings. That was really kind of the idea of it. I'm sure it'll make some outtake, you know, real that we throw at some point. At this point, I'm I'm more convinced that the songs we make off pot are better than the ones we make on, but that's a different issue. So. I mean, the main reason for that is because I'm not here saying a bunch of stupid things and you feel remotely obligated to do them because I'm really good at just taking your ideas and throwing them on a completely different, not just like a different railroad track, but just like completely different planet. You know, I, I don't think that's the bad side. Like I, it's it's a collaboration for ideas and sometimes i'm just like i got something in i know you'll appreciate the shit that i come up with and few others will so that's why i send it to you all right so i think it's about time that we start uh talking about the actual song that we're making what's the topic that we decided we were doing for tonight i forget yeah me too <laughs> oh wait we wanted a party song like oh like tub a drinking a drinking anthem a drinking anthem. Yes, a drinking anthem. One person would say, how's that different from our Natty Ice? That song was about cheap beer. That's different than a drinking anthem. Jeebs. Yeah, because you have your whiskey drink and your vodka <laughs> drink. Uh, your cider drink. You drink a lager drink. drink. <laughs> yeah, the songs are right of those good times. The song right time. we, have, we have many options here. See, we've got a blueprint. <laughs> what other party drinking songs are there? Who is party party party? Like other than Andrew WK, it was like L A M F M O or something like that. I have no idea what you're talking. Jeremy, about. you know oh, what I'm talking uh, about. Yeah, it's like shot 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 shot. Yeah, L M F A O. Yeah, everybody and little John. Oh, little John knows how to party. Hell yeah, he does. So are we gonna a hype guy for this song? Is that what I'm hearing? 
Oh, here's the deal. One of the great just aspirations that I've ever had in my existence is to, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be Jay-Z. I don't want to be Diddy. I don't want to be Biggie. I want to be the greatest hype man of all time. Do you have a clock you could wear as a, as a, yeah. I just like, honestly, the idea of being a hype man is one of the greatest, like the uppermost echelons that I could ever hit in my entire life. And I don't know if it's possible for me to do it in this song at all. I don't care if I have to text you, um, audio clips of myself. I'm sorry. I got off track. Can you name one other like drinking anthem other than tub thumping? I've got a playlist of drinking songs. Hold on. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yeah, I, I, I really do. Kiss Me I'm Shit Faced is one of the um, first songs <laughs> yeah. from Dropkick Murphy's. Oh, that's, yeah, that's for the end of the night, though. So when you say drinking anthem, you mean like in the moment, like let's do some Jaeger bombs? I'm not sure that I'm like that picky about where I'm at with drinking anthem. Or at I the just, end of the night. Like, let's just say if if the topic was songs about fucking, I would have an infinite list. Yes. When the topic is a drinking anthem. Well, I think anthem is. is, is anthem might be the hard word there because I think purple yeah. is an anthem. But There's plenty of songs about drinking. I mean, I guess gin and juice is kind of a drinking anthem. Till six in the morning. Six All right, Jeremy, morning. what else is on your before you go? To before I sleep. Go to sleep. What's what's on your party at anthem? Well, th- this list? playlist is called "Alcohol: The Cause of and Solution to All Life's Problems." That's legit. Have a drink on me by ACDC. I don't know how familiar you'll be with it. Mike Some doesn't really care for ACDC. They, they've made one album tw- twenty-two times, as far as I know. They had two different um, musicians who sang. Right, and they had two singers, but they basically just made "Back in Black" twenty-two times. Beer by Real Big Fish. Wow. That's that's reaching into the uh, ska a- area. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not. Pour me by Trick Pony. P O U R. Ah, pour me. I got a whiskey. That's a good yeah. Oddly, that's the song I know out of this list so far. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. A long neck bottle. Garth Brooks. That's a that good one. song. I know that one. Let's all get drunk by Afro Man. Everybody knows that one. <laughs> so I think uh, I think this is about as much as we're gonna get on this topic, right? I have no idea where to start. Let's be fair. Yeah, I know. So if we're going to have a terrible song, this uh, seems probable. This is the way to go. We can do it. All right. Just so anybody who's listening has an idea, Mike is our, our musical talent. Jeremy and I trying to careen him off track, giving him suggestions, yelling and typing in a Google Doc document. We're going to go for a song. It's a minute, two, composed to start from, from start to finish, somewhere within an, uh, an hour. Maybe two. We got to do less than that, man. Yeah. This is our party anthem. And now it is time for the montage. I have no idea how to start a party anthem. I feel like if you're going to start a party anthem, it's got to be a lot of bass. That seems... Yeah. I just... I want a party anthem. Bongos. How many air horns do we need to hear? Scram, scram, scram. Can we have a Crave Case party anthem? I don't see why not. Because <laughs> yeah. Mike's going to say, let's have a story. And that's going to be my response unless Jeremy has better ideas. All right. So I've got Crave Case written down as a, a theme. Well, any anytime you're uh, getting a Crave Case, you're, you're looking for a party. Do you, <laughs> so, do, you, do you remember Days of the New? 
Yes. So I think what we could do is kind of just yell over acoustic rock and make it like an anthem. Like, like yeah! I need a crave case. I need 24 packs of beer. I need a crave case. I'm feeling more electronica. Are you not going to go that way? What? Whatever way you're feeling, I usually go the opposite, right? I know. Is this a party you want to be at? Like, in no, at no time thus far have I felt inspired to drink a whiskey drink or a lager drink. Crave case! Crave case! <laughs> I feel like I've done too many robbery songs with you. It was like, the Crave case is actually in an <laughs> underground garage. Leave Penny. Take a Penny. <laughs> Leave a steamer. Take a steamer. Take a steamer, leave a steamer. What are you doing with steamers? Uh, you know, how they steam those buns. Maybe if we slow it down. It's saying, Emma, we have gas like you wouldn't believe. This is a crave case. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I like almost everything about it, but it's not a drinking anthem. No, it's not a party anthem at all. But it is a, it is an homage to the crave case. <laughs> I was thinking about like okay, so there's a song about shots, right? There's songs about drinking. We could go with the funnels. Uh, um, if there's a song that you need to make, it's a song about drinking beer out of a funnel. I, even if it's not beer, even if it's a crave case through a funnel, I feel like that that's where you should go as a human. I. I think none of that is wrong. This is an anthem about drinking. It's not an anthem. That's a lie. You can't just declare something an anthem. That's bullshit. So I feel like we need more synth. I like that a lot. There's nothing like having 30 of you in a car. That's what I want to do. It's a pile. It's a pile of shit. And I kind of love it. <laughs> I was thinking about trying to shift it so that it pans around your head while I'm singing. Why? <laughs> and maybe that's the wrong question. Because <laughs> fuck you. In terms of making the song more fun, I'm really tempted to just do like random fucking sound effects that make it sound more like what you would consider like a party anthem. <laughs> oh my god, that's so stupid. I, like um, I might hate it tomorrow. Oh, I nearly guarantee. Lots of stuff happens over time. Maybe it gets worse. Right. Welcome back. That was the awesome montage. That was Party Anthem. Mike, can you imagine being at any party that plays that song? Um, honestly, <laughs> yes. Okay. Follow-up question. What dance are you other than the one leg is standing in one the area and everything else is moving? What dance are you using for to celebrate said song? I don't think you should limit my dances with labels. I limit them to only everything except for one. So the main thing that 
that I was thinking about made this a party song in my mind were the sound effects. <laughs> is it true or false? At least true. Like, like it, it, in no world is that false. It sounds like you're talking about eating 30 penises. Uh, but it turns out you're talking about a crave case. Tiny sliders. Just, just, just the worst burgers you've ever had. But they come in packs of 30. If you've never been to the greater Midwest area, is that, I mean, that's a way I to mean, put it. Wherever the heck White Castle is. I mean, Harold and Kumar have taught us about a lot of things. Yeah, I guess it's true. I, I, I forgot they were in a movie. Yeah, White Castle is one of the worst burgers you will ever have in your mo- uh, in your In your mom, life. Yeah. So I think the key for this is you've got 40 seconds to party hard. It was only 40 seconds. No it seems so much longer. No it very idea. well could be. All right. Let's debut our new worst song ever. We're grabbing the silver ring, going for gold, and coming in dead last place. I present to you the party anthem. back that was our song mike um i'm gonna say how did it go but i don't think it matters how you thought it went you're gonna ask me some questions well no i one i think sound effects make a song better two every song i'm not convinced you told me otherwise i mean i guess who let the dogs out was infinitely better with the dogs with so. the wolf 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 and they won yeah. a grammy from what i understand vis-a-vis yeah. hey you can follow us on twitter at we're song pod <laughs> And we followed them. We're super active on the social medias. If you follow us and tweet us, we will try and incorporate whatever the fuck you say to us into a future song, unless we don't want to. So you had questions. I do about... have some questions. Do you think that rollerblading a marathon is a good idea? It is nearly never a good idea. I mean, do you think running a marathon is a good idea? No. Why would you ever do that to your body? I agree with you on the running. I'm less convinced on the rollerblading. Yeah, that's because you're brainwashed by your... I think it's just that I, I, I'm a fat ass, and I keep thinking about sports I don't mind, and inline skating is one of them. What about curling? I, is that a sport? I feel like curling should that be your number like, one. That feels like a cleaning activity on ice. Who doesn't like clean ice? That's I like mean, the dopest form of ice. <laughs> <laughs> 
So there's a marathon for inline skating in Berlin in September, right before Oktoberfest. So I could I could basically do a marathon of inline skating and then take a train to the Oktoberfest. And I kind of want to do it. As a person who's been to Oktoberfest, you should go to Oktoberfest. <laughs> and well, one of my one of my colleagues lives in Berlin, so I, I could meet them there and have a an experience with a friend of mine. So all right, here's the deal. We don't have any listeners, but in 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 my heart, when this is released, we will. Up to our zero listeners are tuning in right now. If any of you are in Germany, um, and you've ever been, it, 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 okay, fine. If any of you have ever been to Oktoberfest, um, have you ever had a German try to make you snort tobacco, or was I just a complete sucker? Um, and Valen was a crazy person. Yeah, Mike, I see your face. I see you laughing at me. <laughs> hey, will you do a bump of this tobacco? No, I fucking totally did. And I hope it was tobacco. Yeah, it felt like in, uh, insulation. I'm not going to lie to you. Just a little bit in my nostrils. I got some big that insulation. I chopped it up. I put it in a bag. I'm going to see how many Americans I can get to start this. Yeah, I mean, it was brown. I'm not going to... Like, I'm not totally it, stupid. It wasn't Pink Panther insulation. It was, yeah, it was like... Black Panther. Definitely DuPont. Yeah. Uh, uh, Black Panther is a totally different thing. Uh, yeah, it's a comic book thing. So I think inline skating and marathon is my new goal in life, which is the dumbest thing I could think of. <laughs> so that's why it's a goal. <laughs> I'm sorry we didn't bring it up at the beginning of the pod. So Jeremy could also laugh at it. You can edit some magic. I know you can do it. I know I get I know I get a thing at his funeral. We, we, we've discussed this. <laughs> yes. The exact opposite of NASCAR. Yeah, I'm sure they're related, but I'm going to live forever, so it's 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 okay. Yeah, it's it's going to be very similar to you throwing uh, fireworks into your song tonight. Um, how how did you feel about that song? It was quick. It was punchy. It was not my best work, but it could be not your worst work oh it's it, i don't even i don't even think it's close to my worst work like tomorrow could be your best work as of right now it's not my worst work i what i liked about it was actually the baseline i really dug and the the vocals seemed fun the sound effects were fun it's pretty short no problem with that the vocals were literally two takes like the one take is the majority of the song and the last one's kind of talking about the are you going to eat that it's four, like it's been sitting out for four hours like that's the second take and all of this is based on true events. I can tell you that. Like everything in that song is basically inspired by, I believe, a single evening, if not no more than two evenings. There were times when I would visit Jason when we were in college, and somehow our goal became to drink a lot and get a grave case from White Castle. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who drinks in college? That's crazy. Yeah. And I questioned basically everything about those goal sets at this point oh yeah no i mean seriously if you woke up even if you woke up that next morning in that same house and you, you questioned it all you had to do was you didn't you didn't have to do anything you smelled that house yeah oh my if god you walked within a you know a square block of that home it just it, it smelled like and one death. of our one of our friends i think i think the moment of like a wet version of death like pure clarity though was when one of our friends we had had a case of 30 White Castles, and I bet we ate 28 of them before going to sleep. And there were maybe two, maybe three left. And it was like 
let's just say we had slept for a while. Maybe it was 8 a.m. Maybe it was 6 a.m. I have no idea. Breakfast timing. And one of them was like, hey, is it cool if I eat this? And we were all like, that was basically like vomit inducing for all of us except for him. What's the most blasphemous thing that you can think of? And I mean, they've been sitting out for at least four hours, maybe six, maybe eight. I have no idea at that time. And he's just like, it's not like that cheesecake kernel, right? I mean, no, it couldn't. It's not natural. But it was just like, do you want a White Castle slider that's been sitting out for eight hours? These are the questions you have to ask yourself. In theory, that meat's been sitting, that quote-unquote meat's been sitting out for quite some time. I mean, that same group of people also drink hooch as a morning breakfast beverage. So, you know, it's, and when I say hooch, I don't mean the slang for alcohol. I mean, literally the brand hooch, which is like a, it's like a Zima, but yellow. (laughs) So, for the record, I explained what um, Boone's Farm was to somebody um, this week. Who doesn't know what Boone's Farm is? Some people don't, and uh, the colors are enthralling uh it, minimum is boots farm like a regional thing or is it i don't know i had to I google know. it for that yeah. person all right i mean uh, she also seems classy all right so she, she seemed classy uh you know she <laughs> she didn't know what boone's farm was so i mean oh so basically classy science yeah all right uh last question what do you wish w- was different from the song i think there's more character development that could have been done about the grave case like a Pac-Man version of the Crave Case? I think you need to understand the trials and tribulations that a Crave Case goes through on a weekend night in a university town. Ooh, with all the grease, the <laughs> filthy kids. You filthy animals. Yeah. So hopefully we have a new worst song ever. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, if not, we'll play with it and make it. That sounds weird. Uh, if not, We'll revisit that song and maybe make it worse. All right. So for Jeremy and for Mike, I just want to thank you for listening. just want to shout out to uh, Chumbawamba. And uh, And DMX. Thank you for getting us uh, not just knocked down, but back up again. And DMX, I never got fucking down, you beautiful man. (laughs) What even happened with DMX? (laughs) I never got down. Thank you for listening. This is our new worst song ever. Good night. All right, Jeremy, before you go, the question I'm going to ask you is at some point, Mike is going to say, hey, this song sucks. Um, That's fact. We don't have a story. That's That's also fact. What's our story? Do you have a story idea for party? Tell me a story about a drinking party. Because here's the deal. And, and, and. I'm going to tell you that I was at the whitest dinner party that you would ever go to. It's the second year in a I row. I mean, you live in Portland. To, I've gone to a murder mystery party. party. Yeah. A uh, murder yeah, dinner D&D mystery dinner? People. Yeah, I went to a murder mystery dinner. Uh, it was one that, of those Those ones. are so fun. Yeah, it's actually really fun. Uh, two years ago, I got murdered, and then I got to interview everybody and uh, just you know be a complete a-hole. It was great. I want it's, to go to a murder dinner mystery dinner with you. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
Um, this year it was a white trash. It was like it, it, it took place in a. Uh, that's why I wore a, a, a Nashville hat, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and I ate a White Castle. I ate two frozen White Castles. I have a case. <laughs> I haven't had a White Castle in a fucking forever. Did it so, taste like a real White Castle though? Because I bet it didn't. It, I mean, it tasted slightly. I mean, it tasted steamed. terrible. It's yeah, it tasted terrible. And I feel like if you're going to have a party anthem, I feel like White Castle needs to be a part of the party anthem, at least if Jeremy's involved. Because <laughs> that's okay. how we party around here. Are you allowed to do a reenactment of that, Jeremy? Well, I mean, that's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger. Rudolph. I mean, I can't even do a good DMX. <laughs> Who can? Like, if you if you smoked a carton a day for the last 20 years, you have no yeah. chance of doing DMX. Yeah. I was trying to, it was like, there are a few times that, like, for example, Twista, the rapper, he's from Chicago. Isn't he like the fast rapper? Yes. And I've tried on a few occasions to see if I could fly back to Chicago just to see him play at like a sports bar 45 minutes outside of the city. I'm only two hours outside the city. Well, if he plays anywhere near you. You should go see him. Jeremy and I should crash on your yeah, couch. Yeah, we should crash, crash on your couch. <laughs> Where's Twista playing, yo? <laughs> All right. So don't forget the yo. Why don't we get drunk and screw by Jimmy Buffett? So I just want to go on record. I do not like Jimmy Buffett. I am like pretty opposed to Jimmy Buffett in all ways. Yeah. Kenny Chesney is also a close second to things I don't like. Lager drink. Or a vod is it whiskey drink, vodka drink? I think there's a lager drink, there's a vodka drink, there's some songs that remind you of the good times. There's some songs that remind you of the better times. Is this a song that reminds no, us of the that's that's just a brilliant set of lyrics. Like I mean that, like sincerely. It's true. It's actually like, good. It's like a song that reminds you of the good times, and a song that reminds you of the better times. It's not they didn't go to the bad times, they went to good and better. Like that's that's legit. It's not so audacious that you're going to the best times. Right. Well, then you have this, no, Johnny boy, tell me more, next door. Like, it's, it's, and then you have like this breaking in, I get knocked out, like with like a chorus of 10 Yeah, people. it's a like, chorus, it's, is, is a big part of it. It's, it's a fucking good song. It is a banger. God, like some of those lyrics I think about, I'm like, I don't know that I could write that. And like. They're not life changing, but at the same time, they're not bad. That's like the musical equivalent of a seizure. It's a grave case. And all I want to do is eat and drink through a funnel. Wow. You're like a poet. I'm like Bob Dylan for shitty songs. That's my goal. <laughs> no, uh, you're Adele. I'm Bob Dylan. Which I, one am I? I, I want to be I Adele. I don't. I don't know which one you are, but I feel like that there was one other song where I don't remember what it was, but "Dirty Thirty was in there a lot. I just don't want to. I don't want to repeat too much. Wow. Now we're talking about our shitty songs that can't sound too much like our other <laughs> shitty songs. Yeah. This this is where we. I just want to point this out for the podcast that we've gotten to the point where we're concerned about repeating elements. 
repeating how shitty our songs are with our other shitty songs. Okay. Well, I'm going to drop the dirty 30 point. All right. I'm going to.